The Hard Work Works Fitness app is available right now. Three workouts per week that require minimal to no equipment at all. It comes with video demonstrations, nutrition guide to learn to eat healthier, and so much more. All of this for just $10 a month. You can cancel anytime and keep all your workouts. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle with the Hard Work Works Fitness app today. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunters Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful. With me is the man, the myth, the legend. I got to come up with a better way to introduce you because I'm getting lazy now. Zach Hilton. I'm just in here in my mobile recording studio. Uh, yes, the you mobile know, recording studio. <laughs> this, is how, this is how we do when the regular studio is filled with other artists ah oh other artists are working hard at work on banging the toy drums i'm sure uh <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> hey kid's gonna be a, a drummer one day he's gonna make you very he's, famous he's uh, going to be yeah. a hell of something yeah. i don't know what yet but something well, yeah, he'll be something. Uh, yeah. It is. Uh, this is Hunter's podcast, though. Uh, Zach is with me as always, uh, and we like to discuss things uh, about the spooky, the scary, uh, the Halloween horror nights. And we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into the Halloween horror night retrospective this week. Uh, we have to talk 1999, uh, Florida and mm. LA, Zach. Uh, not only that, we're gonna get to our Patreon uh, subscribers. Uh, they have some thoughts about the spec maps, so we've got some of their responses and their reactions to that that we're going to discuss. Uh, but we also like to discuss other spooky things, and uh, some of those other spooky things, Zach, uh, going to be going down this weekend with the Halfway to Halloween Patreon special. Ooh, it's not just Patreon no. special, babies. It's for you all. We're going to celebrate the halfway to Halloween with all you. But yes, the Patreons do get some special yeah, things. Sorry. Like <laughs> on Saturday morning, they are going to have not one, not two, not three, but four. Four special podcast editions on the Patreon. Mm. All for a dollar. Just one dollar. We're even shows that like Slay Girl Slay, usually a two dollar uh two dollar mark for that but not this week you can do it for one dollar and you get everything else that we've done for a dollar this entire run of patreon so yeah. like it helps out our show you know it gives you some spooky to listen to and also slay girl slay will not only be the season finale <gasps> of season one it is the season premiere of season two so you're getting Ooh. a two for one this weekend baby right. um then for the rest of the rest of the day, we got all kinds of things going down. We're going to have the last ghoul standing trivia contest. It's going to be between the most horrific people that I know that know the most about horror movies, including Wonderful. Yeah. Will be in competition for this. This will be live on our YouTube. We're streaming this at noon o'clock. So Patreon episodes released in the morning at 9 a.m., 12 o'clock we're going to have this trivia contest then at three we are releasing a very special like discussion a movie discussion with our friends the disnoids tombstone josh and review it rob we're going to get together and we're releasing an episode that is going to be 
is 28 Days Later the best zombie movie? We'll find out. We'll see what Wonderful thinks. We'll mm-hmm. think what I think. We'll think of what they think. We'll think, we'll think, we'll think. We'll see what happens. And then, 5 o'clock, we're going to have a stream of Predator Hunting Grounds, the new video game. That's right, 5 p.m. for one hour. We're going to stream uh, entire set. You can ask us questions. We can BS around. Just come on, have a good time. And then the final Patreon thing, 10 p.m. We are doing hmm. a live video commentary to Trick or Treat. That's right. The Patreon members have voted. They have voted for Trick or Treat. So we will do a live commentary. And if you are a Patreon member of the $5 tier, you you not only get to experience this live commentary, but you also get to chat with us in the stream as well. So you can give your thoughts and stuff. So, oh my God, what a good time. But it doesn't, that's not the beginning. You thought that was the beginning? Yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) You ain't seen nothing. Because on Friday night, we are pre-gaming with Predator Hunting Grounds. That's right. Starting at 8 p.m., the game releases. We're going to stream. And I'm going to tell you what, I don't know when it's going to end. I could just tell you it's going to start at 8, and it's going to end at some point when I'm drunk losing my mind. All right. That sounds like a ton of fun actually doesn't it that does because uh if you all have been joining us and uh, obviously you can find us on the youtube haunters podcast if you've been following us there a lot of fun streams with the friday the 13th a lot yeah. of fun friday the 13th streams and uh we did do one uh back when the demo was out for predator hunting grounds and uh i gotta say you- uh i'm excited to see where you all stand now <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Wonderful's not going to get it. No, no, I won't be in on that. We talked about that, which is okay because we're going to still play Friday the 13th. Predator won't be the only one that we're just doing from now on because we love our Friday the 13th. We love our Jason Boo Boo. We do, Um, and we love it when uh, I sit there and I start screaming like a little girl and I just come up with the most obscene words out oh, of my you mouth go to town. oh you yeah go to town. oh do i ever if you all have <laughs> never heard a wonderful freak out oh baby oh, man. <laughs> so much so so much so and i'm really glad i decided at the last minute not to but this past weekend we uh, oh that's the only reason i didn't that's the only reason why i was a little more extreme i i know how to hold oh, back yeah. Yeah, no. When I knew we weren't streaming, I was like, "Oh, I could play. I can. I know when I'm. All right, we're good." Could you imagine what kind of feedback we would get if we did "Wonderful Uncensored"? I mean, you kind of do get an uncensored me when we are streaming. It's just I'm I'm obviously more mindful that there's yeah. an audience. So when there is no okay. audience and I've been drinking, you know, there's gonna be like five more fucks than the <laughs> six that I already threw out there. Uh, <laughs> also, a lot of negativity towards the players. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, uh, people could think Brooke and me uh, like each other at all, and that's great, but uh, <laughs> when the streams aren't on, uh, if, if one of us starts to drive away without the other, you better believe, you're killing me! 
<laughs> there was a lot of good moments, though. There was that one moment I was Jason, and I forget who was driving. I want to say it was Alan. Yeah, it was Alan driving. And he parked the car perfectly between the house where nobody else could get out. Uh, and, like, I remember you just being there, you're leaving me! You're killing me! <laughs> yeah, but I didn't die right away, so I was able to at least no, escape for a, a little. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I learned from you. All those times playing with you, I learned how to avoid dying for a while. Oh, yeah. boy. But yeah. And, and Bernard got the game now. That's so, right. Like, like, I need him to get really good or at least decent enough where he's comfortable to coming on and we'll play with them too because we needed another person. And if Rob ever stops bitching about the game, <laughs> oh, oh, it's not fun. It's not fun. Oh, it's you so much games, fun. Take, take time to learn. We didn't know how to play this thing at the beginning. Oh man. I was so mad. The first, like first month playing this thing. Oh, are you serious? I st- I still rage quit. <laughs> you raged quit the private match this I past week. Did I did? Well, you all killed me. You all went for the kill, and I was like, nope, nope, nope. You don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. I gotta quit the match. Gotta quit the game. Gotta quit the game. But it but didn't let me enough, quit the game. We got it in yeah, time. <laughs> didn't let me quit the game in time. I was trying to pull out that old trick, that old ditty from the Friday the Thirteenth playbook. Well, I was kind of mad because I was Tommy twice during that session because the way that we played it, folks, is that each one of us played as Jason. Like, that's why Wonderful had to play as Jason. Brooke played as Jason. Yeah. And even other people that don't, like Jason, who listens to the show and who has been on the the Hunters on the Street episode, like, he was Jason, and they never play as Jason. So... I knew there was a couple of times I'm going, I'm going to kill these guys. And every time I was Tommy, the buttons didn't work. So I felt really bad when you were the only one uh-huh. to go that weekend because I was trying really hard to kill others. Yeah, sure you are. Sure I you was. are. Uh-huh. I mean, wonderful. You take it that way, then I will be like, well, wonderful. You were the only Jason that died. I mean, Brooke didn't even die. You could, why would you kill your <laughs> wife? I You're mean, a Brooke smart man. You didn't even die. You're a smart man. Yeah, of course this you wouldn't a... kill your wife. <laughs> this is very true. Very yeah, true. You're, oh, not gonna, you're not going to Jason Josh her. Didn't die. What? Josh didn't die. Who didn't? I Heart Monsters? Josh? He didn't die. Well, yeah, because you were, you, you, left, you, you left him, you left everybody else, you know. So you're saying we only have vengeance for you? Yeah. Okay, true. Oh, all right. Well, uh, you also forgot to mention, though, I do want to say this uh, to get us off the Friday the 13th for a second. You forgot to mention that I am also going to be dropping out uh, some Patreons as well. I've already recorded uh, a new Crypt of Horror for this weekend as well. Uh, And with today actually being Iggy Pop's birthday, spoiler alert, happy birthday one, Iggy Pop, uh, on this Mm -hmm. 421, uh, the day we record. But uh, he is actually featured in one of the episodes I freaking loved this weekend. Uh, oh, so really? yeah, he is. Uh, he plays himself in one of the uh, in one of the episodes we actually discussed this weekend. So it's pretty cool oh, that's stuff. Fantastic. So and uh, you also have the B movie review as well. I right? do. I do. I do. Still not one hundred percent sure what movie is going to be dropping on that uh, with all the other movies that we're going to be watching as well. Uh, but. Uh, that is coming out as well, and that's going to be a classic. It's it's going to be a classic, something everybody knows. 
Right. So, and then on top of that, yeah. we are going to review season one of Creep Show. Oh, yeah. I forgot we um, were doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got to record. That. We're recording that Thursday because we're yes. recording with the Disnoids tomorrow. Yes. Uh, which those suckers need to give us a time. Um, but then, uh, yeah. And then we'll be good and we'll have all four of our Patreons out. On Saturday morning for halfway to Halloween. Wow. Remember, use the hashtag, hashtag halfway to Halloween, hashtag haunters party, haunters party, haunters party. I'm really excited. And, also, and you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it right here. We got a lot of cool guests coming on to do the the HHNIP trivia, yeah. which is that's what the uh, IP ghoul uh, last ghoul standing show is. We're going to have Johnny from Ooh, the haunt scene. I wasn't sure we're going to announce it yep. yet. Yeah, we're going to have Jeremiah from Misfits Unmanaged. I Heart Monsters is going to be up there. Kate, uh, one half of the Hunters of the Street, is going to be up there. All right, so I'm not going to lose. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling confident now that uh, that I'm not going to come in last with Kate being in there. That's right. I said it, Kate. Gauntlet is thrown down. Oh, man. Are you going to rage quit? I'll just blame it on the uh, Apple, how it keeps crashing. (laughs) You're getting really fuzzy. I'm going through a tunnel. (laughs) Oh, man. It's going to be good stuff this weekend, though. So uh, definitely looking forward to bringing you all uh, a lot, a lot of content to uh, uh, satisfy that halfway to Halloween uh, craze, but also uh, keep you going through self-isolation, quarantine, stay-at-home orders, all that good stuff. Yeah, man. So yeah. please subscribe to our YouTube channel to get all our streams on that. Make sure you subscribe to our your feeds for podcasts for us. Just search Hunter's Podcast. And if you would gladly, in your warmest heart, please support the show. Come become a Patreon. One dollar is going to give you like all these things. And hey, after this month, you can leave. That's fine. Yeah. But if you want to help support the show for one dollar, just come on. You'll get a bunch of content from the past and a whole bunch of content for this halfway to Halloween and it'll be good times. Yes, it will. So uh, with that being said, uh, after uh, self-promoting ourselves, thank you guys for staying through that. Uh, We'll take a fast time out, come back and uh, talk a little bit about those spec maps, get the uh, get reactions of our Patreon uh, listeners. Uh, We'll do that next here on Haunter's Podcast. Hey, this is Rob. You may know me from the Disnoids podcast, but guess what? I've got my own show now, too. Join me each week as I discuss the latest news, trailers, and upcoming releases in the movie realm. And, you know, of course, do my review a thing. You can find the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Just search Review It Rob. Check you soon. Welcome back, Halters Podcast. Uh, diving back into those speculation maps now, Zach, because uh, we shared our opinions on map one and map two, but uh, why not hear from the people out there? Find out what the people are actually thinking about these maps as well, and uh, why not turn to our Patreon subscribers? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we do have the issues of the show. Yes. And we gave them the right to go ahead and, um, you know, talk on the show. And- 
We will be the voices of the voices. <laughs> and Rob, the one of them, he has his own podcast, so he could be a voice of Oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but oh, it's clobbering time over here. Go to If I start an MMA career, I might. Uh, oh, oh, don't worry, you'll just catch me back on uh, on Fox Sports someday. Just not Ooh. in any form of a ring. Oh, that was a, wow. that was definitely a pipe bomb. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, so I'll start with Bernard Brown. Bernard, HHN fan 22 on Twitter, says to us, I'm glad to see Gremlins off the map because no disrespect, but I don't see anybody at Universal operating puppets all night long. (laughs) And kind of that was my feel about the house, too, is like, I mean, I know you could put some part two in there and get the spider, the giant spider one, and that is a very creepy image. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know if it sustains a complete house. I I could be awfully wrong about this, and if they had it there, but I feel the same as Bernard. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. I've not that I would hate that, but it seems. I mean, I could see the figure got a way around it, but yes. I just oh, hundred uh, percent. It's I yeah. It. I it's, mean, like there was that section in uh, Slaughter Cinema which yeah. uh, had fake little critters. Yeah, yeah. So, so I can see it, but again, you're talking about that's one section. Hell, I could see if they do a mashup of movies and that <laughs> being one scene. Gremlins one and Gremlins two. Uh, <laughs> please, please. All right. So, uh, Review It Rob then says, and make sure you go check out Review It Rob's new show on any platform that you listen to podcasts. And also, he's on the Disnoids. Just search the Disnoids. But here we go. It's a long one. So, whew. All right. Review It Rob says, stoked for the originals. They all seem like solid choices. As a huge HHN fan, it's going to be amazing to experience the Dungeon of Terror. I agree. I think Dungeon mm-hmm. of Terror is, if it's announced, that's my number one most anticipated house. How about you? Uh, I don't know if Dungeon of Terror will be my most anticipated, but uh, I definitely I will be. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely be super excited for that. Uh, and I definitely agree with him, though. All the original houses that at least were on Spec Map 2, uh, fingers crossed that those are actually happening because they sound great. Right. Like right. They all sound really solid. Um, and then he goes on by saying, as far as IPs goes, it is it me? Is it just me or do they not seem big? That's kind of disappointing. Don't get me wrong. Beetlejuice would be a blast. Haunting of the Hill House is cool. Just seems like it's missing that big punch like the last few years I've seen. And I agree with that. And that's how I felt too is like, you know, I love Beetlejuice, but Beetlejuice is in the same stance of like, Ghostbusters. It's big, but it's not Stranger Things iconic at this time big. And that's what I think Rob means too. Where's that this year? This is like, if it was a thing, Tiger King would be a house. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, it it could be. Uh, Oh my God. Oh my God. And and part of it is. Part of it is you have to escape uh, Carol Baskin's uh, tiger cages. Uh, yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time you just have to scream, that bitch, Carol Baskin's, that bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you about that bitch, Carol Baskin's. 
Yeah. You get near me, I'm putting a hole in your eyes. You you know why this year's <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights was more Halloween uh, comedy nights? That bitch, Carol Baskins. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could Joe Exotic please be the icon of the event? And, like, the slogan Oh, my God. Is, oh my it's a chin, motherfuckers. That's, <laughs> like, to welcome all you stupid motherfuckers to Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. Let me guess. Yeah, if you like scary movies, you ain't you ain't fully straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to oh, them. God. I was like, if you like Halloween Horror Nights, you ain't fully straight. <laughs> it. All right, so I agree with Rob. For the he's, one person that hasn't seen Tiger King listening right now, they're like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> what is happening? Um, next he says Billie Eilish being moved to the music for a monster's house seems like a right move. Yes. I never saw her music for a house or a lagoon show. Just imagine going to the marathon of mayhem, uh, and see her slow songs kind of weird, just doesn't <laughs> work. I see the idea of her music's being, uh, as background working as much better. However, Hollywood has slash and that's infinite times better. And yeah, I, I think her music's definitely going to be in that house. If they do it, I think they'll, she'll make create upbeat more for house music. Um, I don't think we're going to get those slow jams. Like I've said. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. Like what we talked about last week uh, with, I think she's going to be creating something new. For uh, the houses, right. Uh, right. and whether, you know, some of it might be slow, but I think some of it might be upbeat as well. Uh, yeah. A lot of different stuff. So, definitely, um, uh, I'm, but I definitely agree. I'm happy, as a Billie Eilish fan, I am happy it got moved to a house and is going to be featuring her music. Yeah. He says, as for the unknown original, I think it's easy to think that it could be something to do with Jack the Clown. Mm -hmm. Honestly, not sure what else they could put there other than originals listed. Okay. Uh, the unknown IP is very interested. I'm still... Uh, of course, hoping for The Conjuring. Warner Brothers makes that tough. So if I could pick a theme... I would say do the horrors of Wes Craven. You could have Nightmare Scream call back to people under the stairs. And I agree with that. I think horrors of Wes Craven would kind of be interesting as a mashup house. Yeah, that actually would be pretty cool. Uh, I like the callback as well to back in the original with people under the stairs. Uh, we could get our ghost face in there again. Because uh, yeah. he was kind of featured, uh, as Brooke found out, he was featured in that house last right. week, last week uh right that'd be cool you could get freddie in there again as well so yeah uh and not even to mention that you could still do stuff like with the hills have eyes with him and all that yeah so yeah and he he follows up with i'm hoping the unknown ip isn't moving with like zombie land from a scare zone to a house like they did with trick-or-treat killer clowns i, I don't, don't see that as a thing i, I don't, don't think there that. was enough uh because that was part of the issue with the zombie land scare zone last year was it was in such a big area and it felt so spaced out and having right. seen that movie Right. Like I like the but this is not a knock on the movie. I just I just don't want that as a house. Well, well, I think what Killer Clowns perfected is there was enough imagery in the movie yes. to sustain a house where like Zombie Land is 
especially since they were there to promote Double Tap. So it made sense to do that. I do not foresee that being one of the things. I'd actually say this year will be the first year in a couple of years that that hasn't happened where we get a house from a scare zone to a house. Um, Then he says the Lagoon Show... Uh, would have to be back Especially with how It was considered top thing last year I agree to that Oh I skipped this one thing Sorry. Uh, he said shows AOV Baby And I'll disagree with that uh, That's 100%. cool one per- <laughs> we, uh, Hey we found, we found the one person That they appeal yeah. to Good I, you know, but enjoy, you know what, your, enjoy your academy of villains I'll go through Beetlejuice a second time. Well, I even said this. If we're going to HHN and we're going to be there for three to four nights, that's enough time for me to say, okay, I'm going to go check out this show and I will give it a fair go. But like I said, if you're only going for one night, you skip that show, baby. Yeah. Um, And then his final thing is, I think the third show could be added is Bill and Ted. It'd be very nice with the anniversary and the new movie coming out. Unless if they want to hold it off till HHN 31, when it truly is the 30th anniversary for Bill and Ted. I think... See, I, I don't see that, honestly, just because with the movie coming out this year, it would be more financially... Memorable well, the tie-in, the tie-in is easier right. as exactly. well because it's still this it's still on the slate for August. Tie-in. Yeah, yeah, it's still because Bill and Ted still has its late August release date. Uh, right. Horror Nights starts what like two September. weeks? Yeah, after yeah, that exactly. releases, and like yeah, the show doesn't have to follow the footsteps of the no. movie. It's just oh, there's that Bill and Ted movie. Oh man, they put a Bill, Bill and Ted thing in H Agent. Yeah, so it worked yeah. out that way. Yeah, so um, I take it. Moving on to our boy, Mark Andrews, our friend from Scotland. Um, he says, so my thoughts. Diplomatic immunity. That's that. What's that? That's not Scottish. I, well, I was just giving him diplomatic immunity here <laughs> he in the States. That, he was from Africa. I, I, well, OK, I'm just stealing an old bit from another show. <laughs> So my thoughts go. <laughs> Did you just? Uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he goes. So my thoughts going to pretend that I'm going this year because he's not, unfortunately. He says the Beetlejuice house is probably the house I'd be most comfortable going in, as it's the same idea as the Ghostbusters house in yes. 29. It would be brilliant. The sets will be like the movie and such much fun. With a good amount of scares. And I agree. I actually would even say I think Beetlejuice has a better chance of getting scares to come out because of the kind of twisted visions that Tim Burton had in the movie. Oh, yeah. Tim Burton was a mess when he made that film internally. So that's why those visions are so screwy. Right. And, uh, right. I, I, and I agree with you. I think, I, I again, it's I, I think Beetlejuice, while a comedy, is definitely much darker than what Ghostbusters yeah. is. Yeah, and I feel like I can go through it and I'm going to have a good time and smile most of the time, but most of the time when I'm smiling, something's going to jump at me. Yes. Um. Then he goes on, Universal Monsters, The Bride, House, 
I would be another one to go in. Love the Monsters House from last year's as it's just, it blew me away and introduced me to HHM properly as it was the first house I went through. That house will always be in my heart and this house will be just as good as a creative team will put the same effort into it. The music of the house being Billie Eilish is meh. Rather have Slash as I'm a rock and metalhead. And I get that and that's what I said like with the kind of tone that Universal was going with the Universal Monsters House at Hollywood and even ours maybe not had the Slash songs but they seemed very similar. Um I I feel like metal does work best but I don't know what kind of story they're telling with this. We don't have promotional art. I don't know because it was very, it was very clear. Like we were going for a darker metal version of these monsters. I don't know if that's how the promotional art this year will portray them. And like wrestling weirdly, like yes, in 99, they did use rock bands and like saliva and stuff as their themes for pay-per-view. And now we're getting like um, the weekend was the theme for uh, WrestleMania this past year so like pump up music has kind of changed throughout the year so i'm not going to date myself but i understand why billy eilish is going to be the music of this house yeah i and i'll just my only thing that i'll counter with is i know she's heavily influenced by the likes of rob zombie and stuff who as well have given her praise so that i think there's an under she's she's put in one box because to be fair, she gets played on stations that I work for, pop hit music right. stations. So right. she gets she gets thrown in, in that box. But I, I've I've told you, Zach, and I know you've you've got out a little bit. She she is a little outside of the traditional pop box. She's oh, 100%. definitely she's not Ariana Grande. She's not Lizzo. No. She's not that type of pop. So I no. I get wanting the metal. I, and trust me, I'm a metalhead as well. I got two. I got a Pantera and Alice in Chains tattoo. Like I'm metal, right. but. I see where Billy's coming from, but I also have faith that she'll be able to pull off something in to fit the tone of whatever Universal's looking for. Right. And I do too. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, like I said, uh, I want to see you in a crown and then even her one that's on the radio really right now. Like they're both very like darker pop hits. And I feel like oh, the one on the both... radio right now is all about suicide. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I mean like, Yes, the chick can do dark ass themes, but I think with you know with the way the one hit that got um, oh bad guy blew up and everybody guy. was like, like oh bad a pop guy song. blew up and that's what everybody knows. Yeah, and you're right. They're equating it to Lizzo or something like that. But that being said, I can definitely see good stuff coming. Okay, yeah. moving on. Bedtime stories will be interesting, and I will be highly anticipated to see what it reveals. I agree. I I got nothing to say on it, really. I'm just interested. Yeah, same. Uh, uh, the Terror House, I'm not aware of the Terror Queen, as I wasn't around and interested at the time of HHN, so I'm not very overly excited about it, but I'd still go through this house regardless. Exactly. That's a, like, I know of the Terror Queen. I've seen the Terror Queen. I've been in a scare zone with the Terror Queen. Show me what she can do. Oh. Um, what? I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, then he writes Dungeon of Terror, see above. The only thing I'll say about Dungeon of Terror, 
knowing that it is the first house that's ever been at Universal, that's what's pumped it up for me. That, like, the nostalgic factor of it alone is going to make me want to go through this house. And that's why I said it's my most anticipated. And maybe I'll just say it's my most anticipated original because of that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Then he says, the secret IP house is interesting. Uh, hope it's a good one. I'd love a weekend at Bernie's house, but give us Shaun of the Dead house, please, at some point. Hopefully next year. I want a pint from the Winchester. Interesting enough, if you've listened, Mark, um, like my first year going in 2009, uh, ripped from the silver screen, uh, there was a room that was Shaun of the Dead. So... I it could be possible they could make a whole house out of that, especially since it seems like in recent years they want to do comedy horror between the killer clowns and Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, and stuff like that. So I could see them doing it, especially since it is Universal. Yeah, yeah, that would actually be pretty cool if uh, Universal pulled that out again, but that would be really cool, actually. Yeah, just uh, he now. goes. The pumpkin original house, I agree from the podcast on the lines of the Twisted Tradition Scare Zone at 28, but all I can think are the pumpkin guy from Return of Oz. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, he said, Hill House it would be good. Ghosts and stuff. Ghosts are what suits me fine. Yep. Uh, then he says, Legendary Truth House. Same thoughts on Dungeon and Terror Queen. And finally, Unknown Original House. Er, the minions have gone evil and causing chaos. They want to ride back to 3D. That's actually a funny That's bit. Actually, that actually, <laughs> I like that. And I love that. I love, yeah, I agree with you. That bit is hysterical. Ride back to 3D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Chad and Michelle, obviously Chad Woodard and his uh, wonderful wife, who's also separately uh, supporting the podcast. Ooh. So they both have Patreons, and I love you both for that. Uh, he wrote, looks a lot better than the first spec map early on. I hope we get an announcement before June. So going into that with everything that's going on right now, what do you do? You think we'll get an announcement before June? Because here's the thing, and if you've been looking on the internet, all ten maps or all ten houses have been uh, put in for permits, and they're all in there. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna get anything before June. I feel like they're gonna want to wait until we're fully past everything. I know Florida has reopened, but. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Well, but but at the same time, it's I I think I think we'll get it. I think we'll get it. I think we will get it at some point in June. I think when mm, at least ninety percent of the country is reopened, they'll be like, okay, oh, we I, can start. And 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 I think it's going to be a lot of announcements at once. I think I think before that it will happen. I think. Um, and what I mean is, is like, I don't think they're going to wait for the rest of the world because with Florida doing whatever the fuck Florida's doing, <laughs> but at the same time, like I looked today and the, um, and if this was more than a rumor, but this is what I saw, the, um, president of Disney theme parks is putting together the task force for reopening Disney. So I think the goal is, is to open Disney late May. Um, 
And then if that's the deal, then in my mind, I think these theme parks are going to take it as business as usual. Yes, I do think they're definitely for the whole summer, they're going to set up cautious, like, you know, all the, you know, we're going to do 75% or 50% full capacity, or we're going to come up with different kind of ticket values, blah, 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 blah. I think they're going to do a lot of that. So with that being said, if Disney's doing that, Universal's got to follow some kind of suit to get their parks open. And you have three months to basically become normal again. So HHN could technically be the first like semi-normal event. And if that's the case, you're going to want to have people there. You're going to want to make an announcement. And I think if parks, if parks are literally opening in May, then two weeks after is when we get our first announcement. So I think it's June, but I definitely think it's going to be off the heels of opening back up. All right, um, <clears throat> I'm with you on that. I, 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 I again, I, we both at least agree yeah. on June. We both, we both feel like June's going to be the oh, day. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely all comes down to kind of the way things are going. But thankfully, a lot of places are starting to see. Uh, lower numbers being reported yes. and stuff like that. So that that is right giving the way. feeling that uh, that is giving the feeling that they can. And yeah, you're right. Disney is a good barometer to kind of look at as well, because if Disney is like, we're reopening, you know, Universal is going to be like, we already were planning that. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. Screw you, you know what my <laughs> only question is my my one question is I was talking to Brooke about this, about Bush Gardens near us, where like, how do you reopen it and how do you do less capacity and stuff like that? And it makes me wonder, like, is it going to become like, remember when last year at HHN, they did a thing where it's like, if you stay on property, you can go to this cool Stranger Things uh, little side room thing at one of the hotels at Cabana Bay. Do you remember that? I Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the, uh, yeah, I do. I do. I think, uh, I think our friend Boston White or my, right. want to hit up yeah, Boston well, White. Yeah, the, they went let's, let's call a spade a spade. Your future wife, um, Boston White. Uh, hey, um, if we're going to put that I into like the universe, let's keep putting that in the universe. <laughs> or as I like to call her, Amanda Pearl. <laughs> I feel Amanda Pearl did go to this thing, and it was kind of <laughs> awesome. Um, but I wonder, when they open up the parks and this special event comes, is it going to be one of those situations where it's like, okay, Yes, we are only going to do half capacity or whatever, but you have to stay at our hotels. Oh, that's like if you remember, if you remember Galaxy's Edge, yeah, when they let people in, it was because they were booked at their hotel. Hotel, yeah, they got the first reservation. So we just booked our hotel (laughs) on property, too. On property. So it makes me wonder if that's the kind of like, okay, if you're a pass holder, these are the nights you can go, but these nights will be reserved for like uh, Mm. guests that are traveling. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a possibility. That is a possibility because it is still an uncertainty where we're going to become that point in time. Right, Uh, right. Man, that would be it's that would crazy. be crazy, yeah. And it is wild to think where we're gonna be at that point in time as well uh, yeah. in the world. Oh, absolutely. Because I've been thinking simply the idea of are they gonna cattle us into the houses the same way they normally do or no? 
Um, I definitely think it'll be the same kind of idea. It may, because here's the thing. 10 at a time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you put 10 people in, wait like 10 seconds and do it again, like you're going to have a, a, a nice conga line going in, but at least you're getting your thing. Because if here's the problem. If we're still doing this whole, like, stay six foot apart, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not going to be able to do that, especially with the whole point of the thing is someone yelling in your face. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, I think by the time we get there, things are going to be softer, like, on guidelines. Yeah. And that'll help it for sure. Yeah. Agree. Uh, honestly, I agree with you on that. Seeing yeah. daily, reading daily stuff and all of that. Uh, so, right. yeah. Uh, but that's that's pretty. All right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to move right into uh, into the uh, retrospective? Uh, yeah. We, we might as well. Uh, we might as well. What just am I that. doing? Yeah. Well, what am I doing? Well, let's, we got to go. Let's, let's oh, talk right. a little HHN retrospective 1999. Limp Biscuit in the house, baby. 1999. I wish it would freaking open. I'll get there in a minute. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. I'll keep singing some Limp Biscuit. 1999, baby. (laughs) Do you remember that song? Significant Other? 1999? No? Nobody? Anybody? Anybody? No? Wasn't one of the hits? No? No? All right. So apparently nobody remembers that uh, Limp Biscuit song. So uh, did you find what you were uh, looking for there, Zach? Absolutely. Halloween Horror Nights 9 in 1999 was called The Last Gas. Ooh. Exactly. And the unofficial um, icon for the event was The Mummy because this is the same year The Mummy came to theater starring Brandon Frazier. The event featured five houses, including the very first 3D house in HHN history. One scare zone, two shows, a parade, and it was held for 19 days. Wow. It went, yeah, it went from October 1st all the way to the 31st in 1999. It started at 7 and ended on 12 a.m. on Sundays through Thursday, and then 7 to 2 a.m. Fridays and Saturday. Tickets are still just $42 at this point, so it seems on par with everything that's happened. Um, the first house we have here is Doomsday, and this was at the Earthquake Queue. Go on a journey through the warped underground of New York City as the impeding arrival of the millennium brings out the worst, the city that never sleeps. Okay, then we have Insanity, which was at the Soundstage 22. Revenged, crazed inmates are running the asylum. All right. Then we had The Mummy, uh, which was at the Earthquake Queue. Navigate through the depths of this mysterious Egyptian tomb and face ancient priests who want to make you the permanent resident. Ooh, Ooh this one sounds fun. Next one we have here is Psycho <laughs> Through the Mind of Norman Bates. On Soundstage 22, experience the chilling, violent images that torment Norman's soul. For heaven's sake, don't go in the shower. So it sounds like it's not even just no, the... it's not Psycho. Yeah, it's not Psycho. It's like going through his warped mind. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Ooh. 
I love it. Yeah. Um, then we have Universal's Creature Features in 3D. Put on your 3D glasses as some of Hollywood's worst nightmares literally jump off the screen um, of a neighborhood movie theater at Florida's first ever 3D haunt maze. That's hot. That is pretty hot. I like that. I like that. I like, it basically sounds like the horror version of Last Action Hero. I'm oh, into it. Oh, yes. And um, Arnold then, comes. Does Arnold come? Yeah, yes, yeah. Arnold does come. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know those those Ralph, creatures. Ralph, those creatures Ralph, look like the nanny. Ralph, yeah, Ralph, <laughs> I gotta go Ralph, back the nanny. Ralph, <laughs> Ralph. Oh, there she is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the nanny. <laughs> then the one scare zone is midway of the bazaar. Again? Uh, which has been there. Then we our shows. We have Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventures, uh, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, so the <laughs> eighth one. Um, then another show, which is Deadly Delusions, Ooh. and then the Festival of the Dead Parade. Are there any things you want me to uh. check into to see if there's a deeper description? Uh, not really. These all seem. I mean <laughs> the. The uh, Festival Dead Parade is pretty much the yeah. same. Midway of the Bazaar is kind of the same. Uh, yeah. I don't recall Deadly Delusions being there before. No, that isn't. But we were right just while you were talking. I looked up the Norman Bates thing. It was going through his mind. That's pretty hot. That's a, that, I like that. Yeah, I really like that house. That's well, a cool idea. Okay, I, Deadly... I, I was going to say really Dead. quickly, uh, mm -hmm. what's kind of cool about this year... Sorry, because I know you're going to do Deadly yeah. Delusions, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it seems like even the IP stuff, they put their own spin on it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, granted, they did a creature feature, which yeah. sounds like Universal Monsters, but it sounds like it, it was dealing in a movie theater yeah. and like it put in a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Made... And like the Psycho one is instead of just being reliving Psycho, you're in Norman's right. Bond. The Mummy one wasn't the, the, the movie. It was just navigating a different uh, tomb. Right, like exactly. That's, that's kind of hot. Yeah, so Delusions is a magic act featuring uh -huh. death-defying stunts like sword swallowing and fire eating. Oh, see? That sounds like a cooler version of what Academy of Villains is. <laughs> oh, snap. AOV, baby! <laughs> that's just, that's an unnecessary pipe bomb. That's just me being a prick, but... Uh, <laughs> you really are. Yeah, uh, sorry, guys. Uh, no, that sounds, uh, that actually, that's, that's more of the stuff I like. I like that type of stuff. So yeah. uh that yeah. absolutely would have caught my eye. Uh Bill and Ted would have one hundred percent. Yeah, that's a solid Obviously. lineup, dude. That is a solid that's a year. Solid year. Okay. Um so solid year for Orlando, HHN Hollywood. Uh let's see they use the last gasp as well. Um, and then their mazes, they had Clive Barker's Hell. So Clive came back. Nah, right. Dare to dare to enter the world. Uh, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, the thrilling, chilling world of Rob Zombie. Ooh. Wow. Tunnel so they go back all the way to the nineties. Yeah. Tunnel deep inside the most depraved realm of all Rob Zombie's brain where the living dead mm. reign supreme. So that's pretty rad. Um, then they have the mummy. So same thing. Okay. And then they have creature features step through the movie screen and rub elbows and other body parts with classic universal monsters like Frankenstein, Dracula, and Wolfman. So same house, just not in 3D. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. That's, uh, and then they have, yeah, they have Cleaver's Meat Market, Bloodthirsty <laughs> Butchers, hack their way through various cuts of meat, including human flesh. Okay. Yeah, so five houses, just like uh, Orlando. Show-wise, they have Chucky's Insult Emporium. Huh. Petrify put downs and offend everyone. So this is basically what that street show. We yeah, saw I was gonna say where where I where I hung out the most that year. <laughs> right, like you're just in the background. Get him, Chucky. I was, I was. I was like, make fun of this little fat kid. Make fun of the little fat kid. I'm mad. I'm mad you. I'm mad in my mind you're Tracy Morgan. Don't tell that girl why she getting pregnant. Uh, I pretty much was. I was like, yeah, you tell that mom why she shouldn't bring old kids to Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> Jersey um, represent. Another show. <laughs> um, another show is Animal Animal House of Horrors. Ooh. Okay, that's fucking cool. Is it like wild, Animal House? Wild. <laughs> Wild man eating beast unleashed hey. to run amok. I'm gonna look amok. into it a little bit more. Okay, is one of four houses at the 99. The show returned the following year at 2000. Yeah, it doesn't a give me really give much. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't give me too much. But uh. like, I'm imagining Toga is involved. I'm imagining Toga with man bear pig. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's um, what I see. So then we have Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure 3. The boys are back trashing media, celebs, and the most excellent and all-new adventure. Right. And then Carno- Carnival of Carnage freak out at the sight of the gory collection of sword swallowers, glass eaters, mm, human push cushions, yeah. and torturing themselves into a tizzy. All right. And it said tizzy. Yeah. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. that's so 1999. <laughs> <laughs> that's so 99 of them. Um, it sounds like a solid year. I'll be honest. That's yeah. a pretty solid year too for them. That is. But but I'll be honest. I think Orlando wins this one. Oh yeah. I mean, I was talking about last year how I wanted uh, Holly Weird so bad. Uh, was really right. down with that. But I'm right back into Orlando this year. They got the stronger. In my well, eyes, I... they got the stronger lineup. Well, I think with the 3D mummy house or the 3D creature feature house, the mummy house there and the psycho house, those three IP houses like really make me like, okay, okay, I'm into that. Yeah. And then obviously they probably have a very good set in stone way of how to work Bill and Ted since it's the eighth version of the show there. Oh, yeah. So I I would most likely want that version anyways. Uh, And uh, I would want to go through Doomsday uh, as a New York kid. Uh, You you got me on that. So, you know, Hollywood cool and all, but you want me to walk through the underground of New York City? Trust me, I live there. Y2K was a huge deal. Uh, so that would be, that would have been like right on the height of all of the fears as well as we were reaching the, uh, remember to unplug your computers on December 31st, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do some wild ass. Don't yeah. We? Yeah. 99 was weird kids. Uh, for all you youngins yeah. out there that think the world is scary now, uh, some of us had to hoard and collected uh, non-perishable foods for an entire year in our basements prepping. Uh, yep, yeah. it happened. So I mean, in fairness, they're kind of living through their own thing right now. They are, but I'm just, 
I just I'm just doing the millennial thing. Uh, you know, it's all know. about me. Uh, I know. I know. And uh, speaking of all I about know, me, boomer. Uh, <laughs> speaking, don't make fun of me because I program the oldie station. Uh, that's right. I'm a PD of music from the 50s and 60s. Uh, uh, no, but that's kind of hot. It actually is. Uh, it's great when I get to put the platters in there while my way to work. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now so, I want to uh, listen to that station. <laughs> well, there's no streaming for it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, speaking of me, though. Let's do the yeah. me thing right now. Uh, and this is going to be a quick me thing because you want to do that 1999 talk. I want to do a 1999 retrospective as well, baby. Because in February of 1999, Bill Clinton was acquitted of impeachment. Oh, you can dance all you want. But in March 21st, the Academy Awards 71st went down and uh, Saving Private Ryan was robbed thanks to some rapist and uh, Shakespeare and love one. Uh, Bill Gates became the uh, most uh, wealthiest man in the world uh in april 8th uh i want to talk about me yeah you could download music like you're singing on june 1st because napster that debuted uh july 10th brandy chastain sniped the penalty kick ripped her shirt off in america won over china uh and then of course uh the third millennium celebrations december 31st when the world was supposed to come to an end with y2k I want to talk about, I want to talk about you, want to talk about, about number that. one, oh my, me, my, what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, want to see, I like talk about you, 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 usually, but occasionally, I want to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's that? That's great part about that what is that the entire time i was sitting here the bit i was going to play was i was going to listen to you like be really interested and then call back the stuff that you said just so oh, throw God. you off but then you had to go and say i want to talk about me and toby keith came into the box oh, man i can't believe you just sang toby keith on this show <laughs> that is probably the first and Last. Last time. Most likely last. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It's okay. Uh, because the Statue of Liberty was a shake in its fist uh, at you right there for butchering some Toby Keith. Uh, butchering? We'll ask our Patreons on that. I'm just saying, you know, uh, that was no uh, beer for my horses type type stuff right there but uh, uh <laughs> you're also you're also talking about this song which was practically a rap song <laughs> i know but i'm just now i'm just trying to find a reason to uh drop my toby keith knowledge uh because mm. you know sometimes i just i just i just have bars and i just love that bar uh and know. you know because <laughs> well you know what wonderful what's How that you like me now oh which Ooh, okay. That actually became a theme song of mine. <laughs> that, I, that actually became a theme song of mine because, you know, X and I went off to be in radio and she, it was the X that made me quit the internship with Mike and Bob. Yeah. Um, oh, really? So when I got the job working mornings radio in Hampton Roads with Mike again, I was mm-hmm. like, how do you like me now? <laughs> like, just having yeah. such a blast. I was like, yeah, that's right. I wake up in your radio every single day, and you're crying you- at home. <laughs> I'm living the best life. You didn't think I'd make it, and I made it. Hmm. I bet I bet you now she's a whiskey girl, and you're <laughs> as good as you ever was. I am as good as I ever was. 
All right. All we right. We better get out of <laughs> here so you can do some weed with Willie. Uh, oh, my God. You have no <laughs> idea. Uh, <laughs> oh, stay scared. Out all these. You are. You are. And now I'm literally going to drive home listening to Toby Keith. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening now, folks. So uh as we leave you today, uh let's let's leave on a Toby Keith song and uh you stay scary, my friends. Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunters POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. <laughs> we talk about your work, how your boss is a jerk. We talk about your church and your head when it hurts. We talk about the troubles you've been having with your brother, about your daddy and your mother and your crazy ex-lover. We talk about your friends and the places that you've been. We talk about your skin and the dimples on your chin. The polish on your toes and the run in your holes. And God knows we're going to talk about your clothes. You know talking about you makes me smile. But every once in a while, I want to talk about me. want to talk about I. want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my. What I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 you believe. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. Me, me, me. I want to talk about me.